0: Okay, let's get into Parsha Shoftim, Tav Shin Ayin Ches. As we uh, head towards the No Royim. now we are full-fledged in Elo. Last week we spoke about Elo before Elo, but now we are in Elo, and we have the Parashiyos that uh, have a lot of uh, centrality to this month. There's nothing uh, coincidental on the Jewish calendar, and as you know, Parsha Shoftim, 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 Titen L'Chol. We have to set, start setting up judges and policemen for ourselves. In all of our gates, in all of our gates, in our in our mind and in our heart, this is the time of year that we have to start uh, judging ourselves, like lahis paleo, to self judge and uh, it's try to it's see from the parsha what messages we could take uh, in order to uh, help us in our quest to be able to be stand up stand up uh, in front. Of the yom naroim habalena Okay, we'll start off with a thought from the drash David. Yud Zion, Tes. Parag Yud Zayin Pasuk Tes. We know at the beginning of the parsha are the psukim of the source of the Kol Pasuk tells us in Pasaches ki la mishpat when there is something that is unknown to you, bein dam bein din some type of question. We've mentioned in the past year, in the Vilna Gaon on this pasuk in Adiras Eliyahu that these are the three categories of. The Torah questions, and to every question the answer is one of six words. Every question we ask any posseg, one of six words. Asur, muter, patr chayev, tamay tohar. Right, one of those six words is the answer to every single question. And the Gura says, that's what's alluded to here. Ben dam ladam, ben dam le dam tahar. Rashi says, ben din din, ben din zakay ladin chayev, ben nega lanega, ben nega le ladan tar. So there it is. Asur, muter, so if there's any question in any area of halacha, You shall go up to the place, to the Sanhedrin, that uh, Hashem chose. You know this place is not mentioned by name. We know Yerushalayim is not mentioned in the Torah itself. You go to the Kohen and the and the Shofet that is in those days. By Yamim what does it mean by a in those days? So Rashi quotes even if he's not like the shofate from the earlier generations, you know what? You still have to listen to him. You only have the shofet in your days. Sounds like pashtus. Maybe if you could understand Rashi, you know what? Halavai, we should be able to go to an earlier shofate. You know what? But this is what we're stuck with. You know, we're stuck with our leaders. You know, we should be able to go to Rebbe Kiva Eiger and the Rambam and then Rabbi Akiva. But you still have to listen to him. And Lacha Lashavet should be a mecha. That's how one might understand the Rashi. And that might be as the Pashas of the Rashi. You know, don't think that, you know, these aren't of a certain caliber so I don't have to listen to them. No, we have to listen no matter what. But if you're interesting, if you look, the Drash David points out, Rashi mentions this on this Pasuk. Again, you have to go to the one in your door. And if you look later on, in Perak Yutes, Pasuk Zion, later on in our parsha, V'yamdu shnei ha'an Hashem asher lohem Ariv Lefne Hashem. Lefne ha'koanim asher Yiu bayamim Again, same phrase. That is in your generation in those days. Says Rashi, Ashiya bayamim Yiftach bedoro kishmuel bedoro. Right? Every leader in his time. You have to show the proper respect, the proper honor. So it's different words, but it's kind of the same idea. And the question is, what's Rashi driving at and what's Fatora driving at? In two places. Earlier, it says, if you have a question, you have to go to the place and you ask the questions to the show fate that is in your day. And Rashi says, doesn't matter who it is. And here, you stand up in Bezdin, v'amdu shnei an Hashim, asher lemariv, they stand up in front of the Koranim, shoftim asher yiyu b'yamim haheim. And Rashi says, show them kavod. That's question one. What's the double washon? Line six. V'adu hachazra ha-Torah, v'kasva b'shen, it says, o'su heinyan, sh'kaldar haitzorach l'kabalas marusam, sh'lachachamim v'ashoftim sh'b'yamav. Question one. Question two. O'd yesh la'ayin b'tiktok l could have saved a word in your day. those days. Just say the show it in your door. What's the emphasis? So says the Drash David. at the words that we just read. Rashi's emphasizing two different attitudes that we have to have. Number one. The first one, Atta Tzorach Lashmo Second one, Tzorach Atta Linhog Bo Kavod. Two different emphases. One's about content, one's about approach. When we talk about listening to our leaders, listening to the Rabbanon, and this applies in every generation, I might add, especially in our generation, where one of the machalos of our generation is a lack of... Our feeling the fealty to rabbinic authority, and we think that we can do whatever we want, and we can all make decisions. So many in in Bnei Yisrael, even within the Torah world, don't have the we don't have the proper proper uh, respect and honor and fealty to the Mesorah and to the Balian Misora. Says the Drash David Shnei Mi'Ador. There are two elements in terms of the Kabbalah of the Chachamim. Ha'echa, number one, simple, straightforward, to accept the content of what they say. They say, aser, muter, whatever the p'sak is, whatever the rule is, if my Rebbe tells me something, then I got an answer, I have to listen. The content of what is said. But v'hasheni, but then there's an overarching. Second idea. l'ma'amadam. I can listen to my Rebbe, but then at the Shabbos table I can express to my family what I think about that, Rebbe, even though I'm, I'm going to follow, I don't have a choice, that's the answer I got. But what's my attitude towards that? What is that my attitude towards someone who is being in the leadership position? Those are the Shnei Chalakim, of Asher Yeh Yamim Maheim. Amra Torah, Chashuvim HaChachamim, Kamo HaChachamim Shekhadmu the chachamim are Chashiv like the chachamim of the earlier generations. And even though adoros, every generation is lower on the totem pole, so to speak. Further from the source and Harsinai, e'n l'cha l'shoveh These two ideas, listening to the content, and properly holding them in high esteem, that applies in every generation. And that's the two times. L'ficha chasva'a torah. That's about listening to the Rabbanon. The Koach of the Rabbanon and what they say. You have to listen to them. And the second Parsha is talking about standing up in front of them. They stand up and the Dayanim are sitting. That's in terms of the, how the Bethdin looks. Right? The Dayanim are sitting. The Balidinim are standing. So that's exactly about Ardin, about Lin Hogbo, And then he adds a very, uh, very unique and special point. Oh, near El Omar, on the left side. It's not like we understood it originally. You know what? We can't do better, so we'll take him. You know, we'll take the leader. You know, we'll listen. It's not just a bidyevet. What can we do? We have to listen. No. Line 27. Adaraba. Hashem gives leaders mat'im and specially fitted to every generation. And the Rambam couldn't be a leader in our generation. He was a leader for his generation. It wouldn't be appropriate for the Rambam to be a leader in our generation. Malam Shaha Manhigim heinam ador. not better than the Rambam. It's just a different door. And Hashem puts leaders and manhigim to be manhig the door, kivon shat tapkira chachamim shevidor no rak lahoros halacha. Because the chachamim, the purpose is not just to telling what the halacha is, gam lachanig es hador, l'takin takanos like for a siyogim to make laws to be involved in society. You need a leader who knows about society in order to make the rules for society. D'apka b'manhig me oso hador, ashe yakiru as nesionos hamiyuchadim shloso hador. Only someone who recognizes the challenges and the pitfalls and the hardships of any generation could poskid in that generation and could be a leader of that generation. And that's why, he says, maybe that's also Meduyak. In the Lashon of the Mishnah, he quotes, He says, that's why. says, Every door has its leaders. And he quotes in the footnote, I didn't give it to you. That's the var we've said in the past about Teku. Or teku and not Meku. Right? Teku, Tishbi Yatarets, Eliohanovi. Why not Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu is the greatest Rebbe we ever had. Meku! Moshe Yatarets, bias. No, Moshe died. Moshe died and therefore he can't poskin for our generation. If you're not involved in the, in, the, in the generation, you can't be the... You can't be the... So Leona Navi comes to every bris, he's at every seder, and he shows up in different places in the Gemara, right? And people of great throughout history have had Gilui Eliyahu in different ways. So he's still here. So he's the one that's going to be able to be answer the, uh, the questions. And that's the emphasis, he says, Asher yiyeh bayamimaheim. Doesn't she be yamecha in your days? Bottom of the column. Lo to teach us ki etzem hauvda. Shashev nipsa by The fact that he's in your door means that he's supposed to be in your door. Asher yev He knows about your yamim. malos That's what you can't be a leader. Somebody can't be a proper monik unless he knows what's going on in the knows what's going on on in the world. Somebody's not connected to the am, not connected to the members, not connected to the talmidim, and they can't teach properly. They have, to be, they have to be on the same, not on the same wavelength, but at least a connected one. And therefore, he says, that's the emphasis of Asher Yeh by Yemim HaHeim. So, both the Koach. Our obligation to listen to the content and to give them the proper kavod, that's the double lashon of asher yeh ba'yamimahayim, the double the two times in Rashi, and also the emphasis of that phrase itself to teach us how much zehirus we have to- we have to have. And he quotes the Mishnah and Avos at the end, in the middle of the second parak, Mishamim kineget uren we have to be close to the Rabbanan. We have to try to be warmed by their fire. But we also, on the other hand, have to be careful of their fire. And therefore, we have to do the best we can uh, in each situation that, that comes up. Okay, that gets us started into Shoftim Vishotrim and the Koch HaRabanan, a thought that we could take with us um, as, we, uh, as we approach the Amun Aran. Let's go now to Yud Zion. Yud Zion. We know all of these Parshias are jam-packed. Before Sefer Tvarim, there were only 413 mitzvahs in the Torah. Dvarim gives us 200 more mitzvos. So it's fascinating, we didn't talk about this a couple of weeks ago this year, but in past years we discussed the whole purpose of Sefer Dvarim. The Ramban and the Hakdamah, the Radvaz and the Tshuva. right? We call this Mishnah Torah. It's just a repeat. Just a repeat. The first Tosvus and Mesechas Gittin discusses that the first four parts, first four parts of the Torah, they're really new. The Dvarim is just a Chazara. Just a Chazara. There's 200 new mitzvos. Right. So, the, so, Shoftim, all these right here, Moshe Rabbeinu was getting it all in in the last conversation, this six-week pep talk. Re'e, Shoftim, Kiseitze, those three parshias make up more mitzvahs than any other three. Right after, uh, okay, you have Avishpatim, you have Emr, Re'e, Shoftim, Kiseitze. Wow, it's, it's uh, hundreds, hundreds. Just next week is 74. But these three have, uh, have a tremendous amount. So we have here in Perak Yuzayin, the special mitzvahs that apply to a king. Special mitzvahs, so the one mitzvah saseh applies to a king, or a mitzvah that applies to him, a special Torah, and then you have, of course, the three lo The mitzvah of Hamadas Melech for the Tzibor, from the Tzibor's point of view. But says the Torah, Yar Susim, Amla HaBosus. Don't have too many horses, because you're going to end up going back to Egypt. Vashem has already told you! It says three times in the Torah, three different places that we can't go back to Egypt. The Rambam talks about that. How is it possible to live in Egypt? How could he live in Egypt? The king cannot have too many wives, so they shall not turn his heart. And he cannot have too much silver and gold. And then it talks about the says the Yalkin Shimoni, Right, based on the Gemara. One of the Gemara tells us that Shlomo HaMelech Said, I can handle it. I can handle it. I'll be arba vilo. I won't be husar. Right? He could do that. Says the medrash quoted here in the second, third source, in the Yalkut Shimoni. I'm right? ma lo Nizgalu tame Torah. Why do generally we do not have the reasons in the Torah given? Right? Most reasons you have to look in the Sefer Achina for. Right? You can't look in the Torah. So why? Because a few mitzvot, the, the reason was given, and the greatest saw the reason and said, Ah, oh, doesn't apply to me. Doesn't apply to me. Shlomo Ani I can handle it. I'm okay. V'xiv, and it says in Malachim, ziknas Shlomo, when Shlomo was elderly, he too at Lubavo. His heart was turned, meaning he failed in this area, part of why the Malchus was split in the following generation. susim, so you don't go back to Mitzrayim, Shlomo ameloset Ani v'lo'ashiv, and v'tetzi merkova mi Mitzrayim. So, this is the Medrash, oh, that's also in the Gemara. Amar ben Levi, says the Medrash, Allah oz yud, the little Yud goes up to Hashem. And prostrates itself in front of HaKadosh Baruch in front of Hashem. Obviously, this is to teach us a lesson. There's no character called a Yud. But what's the message? We'll see. But every letter that you wrote in the Torah has a purpose, has a reason. Perfect. Right, Amr so of Shemesh. So the Yud goes up and says, "What happens? Lo ben He ruined me. He violated me." Amr of Shemesh by Yachai. Allah say for mission of Torah of Nei Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Allah far of Baruch Shalom Olam. Shlomo Mavaki Shlakar Yudmi Many. Rishon by Yachai says the Yud. Right, the complaint. Amr of Nei Hakadosh Baruch Hu Chayecha. Shlomo Batel Umeiakayotzebo. Vos Achas Mei Torah Ena Batel You're not being Batel. Okay, he violated? Okay, but that doesn't mean that the Torah is violated. A king violated, but the mitzvah lives on. Mitzvahs are eternal. A lot to talk about in this. Feel free to listen to the, to, to our, the Navi Shirim a number of years ago. We did say for Malachim on the, in the archives online. We spoke a lot about this medrash on these uh, Prakim. in say for Malachim. We're going to focus on one thought that I think we mentioned in a different context in the past, but here we'll see it through the collection, the contemporary collection of Lachsus Benoam Hashem quoting the Rebbe Reb Heschel. It's not in the Hanukkah Satorah on the on this week's parsha, but it's quoted from the Rebbe Reb Heschel. We know the, the Rebbe of the Shach, the Rebbe of the Taz. But Kadesh Hasheilah. Madua Rakaos Yud, Bacharalalos Lavanek Kadesh Baruchu. Shlomo violated Lo Yarbe. There's four letters in that word, but the Medrash only picks up on the Yud. The Yud complains, Well the Yud is is the smallest letter. Bechlau. it has a. It always feels bad because it's so tiny. Right, so so why Dafka the Yud? Why did the Yud complain to Hashem? Halo Yesh Od Osios Bamilam So the Rebbe Reb Hashel always has a charifus, always has something sharp. So he does not let us down here. Ubiyah Rib Hashel, Zikhro Yoginal. The he orin, we know the Gemara in Yavamas tells us. Haya Orin al Kashrusam shall dovit ushlomo. Im bihlam mutarim lovobakal. We know Doeg HaAdomi, among others, when David Amelech felled the giant, and Shaul says, who is that? Is he Roy really to be the king? Right? What does Doeg say? Hey, well, forget the king. Maybe he can't even marry into the Jewish people. There were those who wanted to keep David out. Why? As we know, David's great-great-grandmother, Lo Yavo Amoni Umoavi Hashem. Amon and Moav are not allowed to marry in, so David was from Moav. Ulam Darshua Talmud but we know the Gemara Darshins only the males it was controversial at the time what do you mean all of a sudden only the males what does that apply to every every Yisr Mamzer Velo right uh, other uh, isurim that uh, the Gemara mentions Mitzri Velo Mitzris so the Gemara says no only this one Lo Amoni and we Darshin Amoni Velo Amonis Moavi Velo moavis. says the Rebbe Reb Heschel what saved David and Melech? What saved Shlomo? It was the Yud. If it just said in the Torah, lo Yavo Amo then everybody would be included. Amoni, Moavi—those emphasize a certain group of them, and that's how Chazal and the males, not the females. So it's the Yud that brought David and Shlomo into into uh, Klal Yisrael. So that's why it's dafka the Yud, Shlomo. What are you doing? I'm the one that brought you in, and this is what you're doing to me. This is you're being mevatel me. Lachin on top. Baha os yud betaina shel shlomo. Shai kog dulaso ba yada. Shlomo, come on, what are you doing? Veichu osa usal How could you make me? Make you make me not, um, you know, not not to be effective and not. Not have uh, have any respect for for me, and then he continues a little bit uh, relating it to to uh, the other medrash by Sarai. Oh, and quotes a, another sefer regarding the medrash of the of Sarai. The medrash doesn't talk about it. The medrash we discussed in the past in Parsha Shlach. The Yod of Sarah went to Yehoshua. Right, what's the difference? Rav Solveitschik's idea that the Yud at the beginning of Yeshua, the hay at the end of Sura, what does the Yud symbolize? The Yud symbolizes um, more private. The hay symbolizes more universal. Sura had to become more universal, and that's why the Yud had to become the Hei. Yeshua had, Hoshea had to get the Yud because he had to stay separate from the Meraglim, and that's why Moshe Abedus changed his name from Hoshea to Yoshua. So he gets into a little bit of that medrash, uh, the uh, Aleph, the hay, and the Yud. Okay, we're not going to read that, though. We're going to move on to the uh, to the next source. Moving right along. Says the Torah here in Perak Yerches. Again, many mitzvos. L'yel koanim halaviyim kol sheva levi chelik v'nachalim Yisrael. Koanim halaviyim do not get a chelik. They don't get a portion. Yisheh Hashem v'nachalasso yo chelun. V'nachal Hashem A number of times in the Torah it talks about sheva levi being different. They're not getting a nachala. Sometimes the Torah says, because it's they because they do the avod in the Mesa Mignosh, Sometimes it just says, there are Hashem's nachalah, different formulations in the in the Torah. But, we have the list of a number of the matnas kahuna. V'zeh yeh mishphal Me'izovche ha im'shar Number one, what did the ko'anim get from any animal that you shecht? Chulin, not korbanas. Chulin animal, ha-zaroah, v'alachayayim, Right, the forearm, the cheeks, cheekbone, and the kava, one of the stomachs towards the end. So those three go to the kohanim, and the pasuk continues. Rishis to gancha Right, the, the first of your dog on tiroshev Right, this is the source for Rashi and Tosfos that only dog on tiroshev yitzar is chayiv and chumas and meisches mita oraisa. The Ramam holds all fruits, but at least explicit is dog on tiroshev Veracious Vareishis geiz soncha. The first shearings go to the kohen. Titenlo kivol b'achar hashem al because Hashem shows them from all of the shvatim la'amor l'sharis b'shem Hashem to stand and serve Hashem, who vanav call hayame. Wonderful, the man kahuna. So there is somewhat of a humorous story. It's a nice Shabb- Shabbos, Shabbos table story. Story from Rav Mordechai Elio. Source number five in the Divrei Mordechai. Divrei Mordechai. Mesupra chacham echad shay pikeach maot. Story about a one wise man. He was very smart. He came to a certain city to have a Prabha. To get the uh, rabbinic position. When he came there, he realized that the people needed some chizuk. They weren't up to par. And he realized, also, not only they are not up to the par, they probably weren't going to give him too much. His who pana alayem? But said to them, "Ein any mevakish mikem davar el a rock zroa That's all I want. I want zroa lachayim bekeva. And if we were there, how would we would have understood? He's asking for some parnasa, right? This is the Kohanim's Parnassah. So I just want a little, you know. But what if you might say, just some truma, some trumas and Zro al lachayim bekeva. Chashvu aparnasim shul miskavin Kipshuto. lamanis akahuna. They Venu Sharamas Bakaklamas Kurto. He's asking for a paycheck. Fine. They said good. Lamachra's the next morning. Ba Ravlis Pawabash Marasa Boker. The rough comes in the morning. Dabni's supposed to be at seven o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. there's nobody there. Raj. Miyadkarla Shamish, he's gets the Shamish. Where is everybody? Go find everybody. The Yezkalan Shi Ekihilo, Shiovitfilo, go knock on their doors and wake them. Behiddish Kifus. Amarlems tell them, they promised. They promised. So he goes and knocks on all the doors and starts screaming, and everybody's like, what's going on here? What's, who is this? And they, they're, hold on, like, what's going on? The rabbi wants to the shul. Who is this? They run to the shul. They go, oh, what are you talking We signed, we didn't agree to anything. After they davened, not before they davened, after they davened, His Birul Amaravi says, let me explain. Zeroha, you put tefillin on your arm. You promised me your zroa. You promised me your forearm. Okay, I'm waiting. L'chayayim. Zeh a Okay, maybe they were violating the Isra of shaving with a razor. You might say, if you want to change the story up a little bit, right, the l'chayayim means the cheekbone, the talking, the tefillah, the learning. You know, you promised. Va'akeva. And what you eat. Who is al you promised the Zerol HaChayim and the Kepa. They didn't know what they got themselves into. What they had signs for it. it doesn't say what happened at the end of the story. If he kept his job or not. But uh, either way, this is the uh, fascinating, humorous story from the Divri Mordechai. Rev Mordechai Eliel. Okay, moving right along. So we continue with the section in Yud We had a little bit related to this uh, last week. Next section of Nevi'im. The power of a Navi we had Navi Sheker, and we also have the mitzvah to listen to a Navi. says the Torah in Perak Yichas, Navi akim lachem mikar vachem kamocha, v'nasati t'varai Befiv. v'ha isha t'varai, the man that does not listen to my words, ashe yedaber B'shmi that he speaks in my name, anokhi yedrosh me'imo, of misa. If a Navi tells me to do something, and I do not listen, so that's, that's a death penalty, that's straight, straight from God. God tells a Navi, Navi tells me, I have to listen. Acha Navi, the big discussion about Yonah, right, it was Yona Chayimisa by those last week last year's Shabashuba Drasha. Acha Navi Asha Yasil Daber Dabar Bishmi. asha loti daber. But if a Navi says something that I did not command him, a Navi Shakar is Chayimisa, Misa, a real Navi emiss I don't listen to is Chayimisa. So there is a Londish question that we dealt with in past years, but I thought maybe we would add on one answer this year. I don't remember if we did both of these. But either way, it's an important you so to review. Uh, and that is the Minchas Chenech's Kasha. does not often make an appearance in the Parchasir, but, uh, here he does in Mitzvah Kuv in source, in source number six. Again, the Minchas is one of the, one of the classic Svarim, where he was very poor. Say, in the, in the old-fashioned Minchas Chinuch's, not the new ones from the past, uh, 25 years, but before that, the law Minchas there is tr- very long Rashi Tevo's. Like Rashi Tevis that don't appear in other Svarim. Like 15 letters to figure out exactly what he's talking about. And what he, what he, uh, what he means. They say he was very poor. See, He couldn't even afford papers. He used to write on, on paper bags and write on the walls. So he had to write as shorthand as possible. That's why he wrote very, very concisely with a lot of Rashi Tevis. So now we have the Machon Yushalayim. It's expanded and, you know, we're, uh, a little bit, uh, you know, not on the level of reading all the Rashi Tavis, the Menchah Schenach, but at least even we can do the regular Menchah Schenach is also good. Anyway, says the Menchah Schenach, on the mitzvah of having to listen to the Navi, and if you don't listen to the Navi, so then uh, we are in violation. One second, asks the Menchah Schenach. What is the Torah? The Torah itself is from Moshe Rabbeinu. Right, at the end of Navi, in Zechariah, Zichru, Torah, Moshe, Avdi. Hashem calls the Torah after Moshe. Moshe gave us the Torah B'Nevuah. Ask the Menchaz a question that you know there has to be an answer to. If we don't follow the Torah, we're basically not following Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe, the Navi, the greatest Navi. So why isn't every Avera in the Torah a Misa? I'm not listening to Moshe Rabbeinu. Why there, chayvei lavin and Yisuri and chayvei Malkis and all different types of Averas, Whenever we don't listen to the Torah, we're not listening, we're violating Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah. He gave the Torah to so how could there be any category of lafim? That's the kasha that he asks in source number six, where it's underlined, Ha-Chinami, <speaking in> kol mitzvah's ase sheba <Hebrew> Torah, onesh, ha-over al-devery Even if i ase, I don't put on tefillin. I'm violating Moshe Rabbeinu's words. Moshe Rabbeinu al Shalom. im-kein, over <Hebrew> chaybis why does the Torah? Why does the Torah go through the Torah has a hierarchy of averis. Everything's chayiv misa. So, what exactly? How do we approach this uh, this idea uh, that it would be a viol- that it wouldn't be a violation? And we know there's a, there has to be an answer. It's One of those questions that you have to give an answer to because we know it's wrong. The knows it's wrong. So, what's the answer? So, he has one idea. He has one idea based on the verb, and we'll have another idea based on the noun. What does that mean? So here's the answer, Al-Kain, line seventeen. Were it not for focusing on just the words of the Rambam and the Chinuch, near Eli, what's the what is the violation? If a navi tells me to do something, let's say a navi tells me don't eat a hamburger today. Hashem told me nobody's allowed to eat hamburgers. And I eat a hamburger, because I have a taiva. Is that? Machai Misa? Machai Misa in that case? Suggest them in chasrach, no. The language of the Gemara is, Mivater, al Navi. What does that mean? And this relates to the first thought we started off with tonight. It's not just not listening to the Navi, but denying the authority of the Navi. And saying, you can't tell me what to do. That's the violation. We all have the and we all do things wrong. That's what it means. That we scoff at the words of the Rabbanan. But if I'm not mevater, but over. I just can't hold myself back. Like, what example what might you think? Was it might not have been a Navua, but uh but a, a tzivui Shalamelech. Remember shol commands those who were fighting against the enemy after Yonasan went in and he got everybody to he started the home of Chama. And Shalomella says, Nobody's allowed to eat today. Nobody touched anything. And what happened? Yonasan his son wasn't there, and he took some from the from the honeycombs. <speaking in Hebrew> it's only if you're mevater but if Stam you don't listen that's not going to be a problem it says at the end that's what I think I think the answer is but there's another answer as well turning over the page two other answers I'm not sure if we mentioned these in the past two other answers one from the rugged Shavar and one from the Avodas Masa. First from the Rage Shavar. Rabbi Yosef Rosen. Line 12. Yishev. Kimilashina Pasuk. From the language of the Pasuk. Let's go back to the Pasuk for a second. Pasuk Yudches. 18. 18. Yudches, Yudches. novi hakim laim mikar I will bring up a Navi. He shall speak to them everything I command. If you hear the navi and you don't listen to him, then you are in violation. Suggest the rugged It only applies where you heard the navi, where the navi told you directly. Right, even right, you can't answer through a maturgaman. The navi has to give over the nevuah himself. But not only mitzvah the navi, but mitzvah the mitzvah of Elof Tishmoun. and also. Says the ragged So we didn't hear it from Moshe, right? Moshe, died. we we have everything he left for us. So even if it's Navuas Moshe, we don't have the problem. I mean, we have to listen, but we don't have a separate avera. Only in that door would it have been a problem. Interesting. According to this, in the generation that heard it from Moshe Rabbeinu, everything would have been chiyamisa. According to this approach. Right? It's only after Moshe died do we say things, do we say things change. What happens if it's after Moshe Rabbeinu died but they heard it from Moshe Rabbeinu? Unclear. Probably they heard it from Moshe Rabbeinu. But there's a third answer. This is the most popular answer that we get, that's given by the Akronim to the Mitchas of Kasha. And that is from the, he quotes it here from the Sefer Avodas Masa. And that relates to a thought, if you remember, that we discussed a couple of months ago in Parsha's Matos. Parshas Matos. If you remember then we discussed the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and Shara Nevi'im. Rashi says, Shara Nevi'im, are Amar Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu has an additional Zeh and We spoke about the Netziv there, in the Emech HaNetziv on the Sifri there, that there's a difference between Nebu'as, Moshe Rabbeinu and Shara Nevi'im. Says the Avodah Zmasa. When it comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, Shashchina and Deveret mitokrono shal Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu, his Nevu'ah wasn't even like his Nivua. He was just the pipe. He was the clee that Hashem used to talk to us. Shekina midaberas mitoch grono. It wasn't even Nevuas Moshe. It was directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you remember that Nitziv, that Nitziv said back in Parshas Matos that we mentioned, other Neviim are unconscious. They have the Nevuah. The Nevuah experience stops. Then they give over their Nevuah. Moshe Rabbeinu, as he's having the experience. As he's having the experience, that's when it goes uh, through Moshe Rabbeinu. She shekinah, but they rise to the groanah, vahainu, she chaluka nevuas Moshe Rabbeinu min nevuas It's a difference. Shekin Moshe Rabbeinu lo haya shuta, but nevuakla, Moshe wasn't a partner. Ela rak haya kekli u kitzinor la ha'avara as t'var Hashem b'shlemus. V'zos So explains, according to this p'shahat, Right? It wasn't, and I might add, the way that other achronim say it is. There's a difference between. Yeah, actually, let me just finish this one. I think now thinking about it, it's a little different than the than the others. But he's saying this is different because Moshe Rabbeinu's Nebuah is different because it's not directly from Moshe Rabbeinu. Let's just finish this one. That had his tachmos and not Moshe Rabbeinu. One can say it a little differently. I mean, he says it at the end, but to say it a little, a little differently, and that is, there's a difference between Navuas Moshe and Torah's Moshe. When Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the laws of the Torah, that wasn't Torah's nevuah; That was as Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu gave a specific nevuah, okay, but the Torah has a different status. Even if you want to say it came from Moshe, it relates to the fact that Moshe was different than Sharnavim. But if Moshe gave a nevuah specifically, fine. But once they had got the status of Torah, there's Nebuah's Moshe and there's Torah's Moshe. And nevuah that's what this Isra applies to, but not to but not to Torah. Okay, uh, moving right along. From a Sefer that we never quoted from before because I just received it. I just got it. Not sure who it is, but it's called the Sefer Torah Sanefesh from Ephraim Isaac Zaychik. from Nevartic. But it's uh, Mamarim on the Parsha. So he writes in very flowery language, takes a couple of pages to say it, but it's really just one yisod. One yisod. Psukim tell us towards the end of the parsha now, in Pasuk Pasakei, through Ches, we know we have the getting into the laws of Melchama. And we know the Kohen Gadol, appointed Kohen Gadol gets up and says, Shema Yisrael, listen, we're about to fight a war. Don't be scared. Hashem is with you. It's a separate Dar daraisa to be scared when going to melchama. The diberah showed to him and the showed get up and say, "Mei isha shabana byis chodesh. Whoever built a house and wasn't mechanihi yet could go home because maybe you might die." And me, ha isha a karam, me planted a vineyard. Go home if you didn't get to enjoy the fruits yet. Me isha sherei sasher eras isha vololakacha. Right, whoever got erasin did not get to live with his wife yet. You could go home. Penyamas ba melchama. We've spoken. Years ago, probably eight, nine years ago, about the extra three words in each the V'ishachar yikachena. Forget the Ishacher, just he might die, because he has his mind down on the mud. Okay, not for now. We mentioned that from the Bali Musa. But the Gemara tells us, we know in Masecha Sota. he quotes it here in the beginning of source number eight. The shoter says whoever scared could go home, and whoever built a house, and whoever got married, khulu. So, at least according to one of the Tanoim, this is all a façade. This is all a cover-up. Why are all these exemptions? Because we want to cover up those who go home for Hayyari V'arach Halevav. One of the Tanaim says, what do you mean if you're scared? If you're scared because of the Averis Shabiyado. You could go home, but if we just make an announcement and say, okay, whoever has Averis, please go home. How many people are gonna go home? And whoever's truthful, that's gonna be pretty embarrassing. So what do we do? We have a lot of exemptions. So nobody knows, nobody knows why people are leaving. Right, and then people could leave for whatever reason. Oh, he must have just planted a vineyard. He must have just built a house. So nobody knows why the Yare and the Rakhalevav are going home. Right, Rabbi Aglili, HaGlili, HaYare MeAverish as we know the Gemara tells us, it doesn't have to be like Major Averish, if we spoke between the Shelrosh and the Yad, as the uh, the Gemara says. But either way, that is the, that's the Madrush. So we all know the Madrush, the Gemara. But let's think about this for a minute. So there are some people that have a verisha them and we don't want to embarrass them. So what do we do? We send possibly hundreds, if not thousands, of able-bodied soldiers home. That could have a dent in the army. That could have an effect of the morale of the... Of the imagine you have any army about to fight and somebody gets upset says, anybody get married this year? Feel free to leave. There must have been a lot of people that got married that year. The soldiers are the young young men married. So they must have gotten married. But built a house, planted something, and yet not to embarrass someone, a group of people, you could all go home and put the rest of Am Yisrael b'sakana? Where's the eshtablus? So what do you see from here? It's not putting them b'sakana. Because not... Embarrassing someone is the greatest chus that we could have, and even if it means, on the surface, removing some of the hishtablus that we have. And he writes this all on I mean, the. I gave you the whole, the whole mamar. We have to be inspired and educated and uplifted from this parsha. Hamagalalanu amkusa. Behold, the glory of the Torah, the Torah is telling us this, this message, turning over the page. think about it twice, think about it three times. How the Torah is teaching us, what the Torah is teaching us. The whole army, the whole army is put by Matsav Sakana. Line twelve. shem yigrom loachet Right, the Torah comes with a other excuses to free them from their, their being there. It says, think about this. What would the other soldiers that are left on the battlefield think? What is this going to do to them? Half their platoon all of a sudden leaves. Right? With a, with a license. What are they thinking? Not to embarrass someone. Not to embarrass a group of people. We'll do. We'll do anything. The Gemara even says this also about certain types of karbanos, right? There's certain chatos as it shares certain types of uh, uh, character with other karbanos. So you don't have You don't know who's bringing the chatos, who's bringing the other other karbanos. Even for the sinners, even for the sinners. But he says, if you turn over and continue the page, uh, continue the piece in uh, source number ten, he says, really, it's a great, it's a great schus. Ein la laHashem lahoshia barav obimat. On line thirteen. Right? Hashem doesn't go by numbers. Hashem wants us to win, we're going to win. Obviously, we have to do our Rashtavlas. But part of our Rashtavlas is doing proper mitzvahs. And then we have to have the war. Right? What does it say at the end of this parsha? Hashem's the warrior. Hashem is Hashem shemo. And he's the one that tells us that it's all up to me. I'm telling you to do this and we learn this message from this interesting and unique halacha maybe that we don't appreciate uh, just reading it on the, on the surface. Okay. Uh, good. Moving right along, try to squeeze in another one or two thoughts. Perachah Pasachah. Two thoughts relating to the section about Right, What does the Torah say Right, when we besiege a city and we call to them B'Shalom, B'chulu, and we surround it don't cut down the trees. Don't cut down the trees of the city. The fruit trees. And then we have a very mysterious pasik. Man is like a tree. And therefore you can't cut down trees. What exactly does that mean? There's a lot to say about that. In Machshava, we'll just do one little thought from Rebbeinu Yonah. Benyona on Pirkei Avos. In what way is man like a tree? Yonah writes on the Mishnah of Imlo Akhshav Emasai. If not now when? says the Mishnah in Perkeavos. says Yonah, Whenever we're able, whenever we recognize that we have to improve in a certain area, we should do it as quickly as we can. And the younger we are the better. Again, if somebody's 85 years old, so then that's younger than 90, right? But the, uh, whatever the younger we are, the better. Why? When you plant a little sapling in the earth, you could still move it around a little bit. If it's not growing in the right direction, you wanna to get to get more sun. At the beginning of its life, you could move it, you could push, you could direct it. As it gets bigger and thicker and tighter into the ground, it gets much harder to move. And once the the sapling becomes a tree, it's almost impossible. When we're younger, when we still have, you know, we're we're looking ahead. And we should always be looking ahead. We should always be looking ahead, right? But the passage says in Navi, Hashem loves us. Right? Because Hashem loves us because we are like Nar. We have the attitude of Nar. Right, we saw one of the where Pinker says, because Anara is always looking ahead. That's what Nara's youth symbolizes. We should always have that attitude. But says, that's what it means. Right, Kia we're like a tree. Im aj zikna vseva yani chena lo if we wait, if we wait, you know, the more we're set in our ways, the harder it is to change. Right, it applies in relationships. It applies in, uh, Midos. We have to try to be malleable. We have to try to be as flexible as we can and be like a young tree, a young sapling, in that way. Because the natural way of doing it is Adam Okay, one final thought on the Parsha, and then we'll try to squeeze something in on the, on the Torah. Rabbi, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, in one of his svarim here, Essays on Ethics, he has a hara again, we're not going to read the whole thing, but um, he has a fascinating hara on, on this idea of baltashos. So we read the Torah, and... We well let's take background before we get to Baltashkas. So Rabbi Sachs, you know sometimes we read Sukkim in the Torah, and we think they're major statements, and sometimes Chazal limit them very much, and sometimes Chazal might even say it never happened. Ir any right? These parshia's we're reading, the Gemara says according to do one opinion, Sanhedrin Aleph, lo hayu it never was. Because Chazal start piling on the details. According to this opinion, even if there's one mezuz in the town, and they have to come from within the town, it has to be men, and it has to be, it has to have a, a big road that you could uh, burn everything on. All these details. Pensorimora. You read it. It sounds like we know the details, and all of a sudden, Chazal darshin. The parents have to look exactly the same, and have to have the same voice, and uh, and that's only from 13 to 13 and a, a little bit. All these details, the like Torah says, maybe lo velo nivra. So sometimes, we find that Chazal very much limit a partial in the Torah. And sometimes, we find exactly the opposite. An example is baltashchus. You look at the Torah, don't cut down fruit trees. But we know, the Rambam, and others, there is a mystery. While the Shulchan doesn't quote Baltashvis, the Tazan on discuss, has that points that out, quoting to the tour. But uh, the Shulchan doesn't quote Baltashvis. But it's Malacha. The Rambam quotes Baltashvis. But the Rambam says any destructive behavior is a violation of Baltashvis. Maybe you don't get Malkus except for trees. But any destructive behavior. So interesting. Sometimes you find a big li- many limits, and a Chazal piling on the details. And sometimes you find the opposite expanding and applying it in many different ways. See, he suggests, again he says, Chazal had infinite wisdom. We don't know for sure. But it could be, he suggests, and he says that this is just a suggestion. He says this is speculative. Sometimes if certain mitzvos seem to define our religion and define what we're about, then Chazal will take a very expansive view of the mitzvah in the Torah. If the mitzvah seems to go against certain sensibilities, not that, of course, it has infinite wisdom, but Chazal sometimes might limit its scope. Not Chaz doesn't apply, it obviously, but Chazal, the Tanon, the Amoron, they can limit it. Because of how it fits into the larger realm of Chalator Kula. Irani Dachas and Ben Ramora have a lot of difficulties to it. As we know, you're in itachas. Okay, they're all the to Zorah. That's not usually what we do. Ben Moran, Morah, Sofo. It's not usually what we do. No matter how wayward the sun might be. Bar That's destructive behavior? That's something that we're about. You know, any type of destructive behavior. So that's what he suggests. We could, spe- again, he emphasizes again and again and again. We don't know, Chazal did what they did. A posseg seeking to interpret divine law in specific cases will seek to do so in a way consistent with the total structure of biblical teaching. You have to see everything in a context. If a text seems to conflict with a basic principle of Jewish law, it will be understood restrictively, at least by some. If it exemplifies such a principle, it will be understood broadly. And that's his interesting suggestion about Dachas ben Soremore to contrast that with Valtashchus, which is also... In but that's what he has here that's what he says on the next page to repeat this is speculative there may be other reasons at work but it makes sense to suppose that the sages sought as far as possible to make their individual rulings consistent with the value structure of Jewish law as they understood it and he continues with other examples but um, we'll leave that for now. let's just say one thought on the part on the Haftorah as we know we're still in the Shiva D'Nachemta the seven Haftorahs between Tisha B'av and Shabbat Shuvah and we have Yishayo Perek, Nun ala Perak Nun, Nun Bays, Anochi Anochi Hu And towards the end of that Av Torah, we have a very um, somewhat of a famous pasik, even songs made about it. Manavu Al Harim How beautiful on the mountains the legs of the announcer, right? Ragleim Mavaser, That's what comes up on Ashana Rabba. Kol Mavaser Evaser Yomer. Right here, right? Manavu Al Harim. How beautiful? Ragleim Mavaser. And what does it say? Mashmiya Shalom Mivaser Tov Mashmiya Yeshua. Omar Litzion, Omer Litzion and Malachalokaich. He says that your God has is ruled, has ruled. So this is what Mashiach is going to say. Ragli Mavaser, or I shouldn't say that. The Mivaser, the announcer is going to say three things. Or he's going to do three things. Mashmiya Shalom, Mivaser Tov, Mashmiya Yeshua. And Hashem is your king. So, two of the Akronim, the Malbim, says, What are these three things? This is the order, what he's going to do. Mash, number one, Mashmiya Shalom, Minha Oyev. He's going to make peace. There's going to be peace in the world. Number two, Mavaser Tov. Tov is the Beis Amigdash. Binye Beis Amigdash, Utsmichas, Karen, David. And finally, and that's what it talks about in the uh, in the next pasuk, Sion, Mashmia Yeshua, Kibitz as it describes in the next psukim coming, Bashuva Sion, there's going to be Beis Hamikdash, Yahtav, Yachta of Yushalayim. The psukim in the, in the continuation talk about it, but these are the three things we daven for and we talk about in these nukhamas. While Mashiach is going to bring peace, the Beis Hamikdash, and Kibitz Golius. Rav Chaim in the time of the Krah has a different perspective. He says the Gemara tells us in is Eirvin, or I shouldn't say Erevin, three different Chazals classically that he puts together. The Gemara Eirvin Mem Gimel tells us what El Yo going to do. El Yo is the Mavaser. He's the one that's going to come before Mashiach. Erevin Mem Gimel El Yo Yavo Yom Lifne Biass Hamashiach Shallamachar Yavo HaYeshua. El Yo is going to come tell us Mashiach is coming tomorrow. He Ne'ah Nochi Lachem Es El Yo Navi Bo Yom Hashem Hakol Gemara says that's why elio has got to come first. That's why. Gamar says he can't come on a Friday or a Shabbos. That's on mostly Shabbos. We sing all about Elio and Avi. Because now he can come again. Now he can come again. Right, right after Shabbos. We talk about Elio and So number one, he's going to announce when Mashiach's is going to come. Number two, the Mishnah at the end of Edios. Elio balasos shalom ba'olam. He's not coming to change any halacha. He'll clarify. But he's here to help make peace. Make peace amongst other nations, amongst Jews. And number three, menachas memhei. Zu. Elioh Asid Ledarsha, or Lakishayovo Elioh Omar, or Teiku, we mentioned earlier. Elioh will help us out with all of our questions in Torah. So Elioh is going to announce when Mashiach is going to come, he's going to bring peace, and he's going to answer our Shilas. So, Mashmia Shalom. He's going to bring peace. Mivasir Tov. He's going to announce about Tov, in Tov Torah. atorah Tov nasati Lachem, He's going to explain Torah, he's going to announce about Torah. Yeshua. He's going to announce about the Yeshua that's coming tomorrow. So these three phrases in the Haftorah, the Malbim says, refer to three events, the time of the Krar, he says talking about other three events. Either way, we could have both of them in mind as we daven and hope and yearn and say the Haftorah and have Kavanah Be'a Hashem that it should uh, be fulfilled speedily in our day. Okay, we'll stop here.